Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. And Luke Moore's here. All right. Here we go. Welcome to the Football Ramble, everybody. Are you, are you tipping that song for the being the feel-good hit of the summer there, Mark? <laughs> I, 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 I heard this song. That it's not the first time I've... Uh... Mr DJ, can we get a rewind? <laughs> <laughs> Pick the song from yesteryear, Jim. Um, but the reason why I chose that song is today is the International Day of Happiness. It is. I'm Which feeling, is wonderful. I'm glowing. You can yeah. hear that in our voices. Mm. <laughs> That's why Pete's not here. Yeah. <laughs> he's so happy. Yeah. He's well, no, so happy it, he's gone on one of his happiness rampages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. International Day of Happiness, he hibernates for 24 hours. <laughs> um, well, Pep Guardiola's certainly in the spirit of things. Mm. We, we, we'll come on to, to Pep and Man City, of course. Uh, David Moyes, not so much. No, mm. standard. Yeah. But it's, it partly is his fault, partly not his fault. Imagine the bravery of the person that tells David Moyes today that it's International Day of Happiness. <laughs> <laughs> what are you telling me that for? What are you yeah. telling me that you take the piss? Mm-hmm. That's what it'd be like. One you, point's better than my none. inbox. You've seen the problems I've already got. He hasn't got an inbox. He's got, <laughs> one, of those, he's got one of those um, post-in trays. Like an yeah. old-school like, 80s post-in oh, man, tray. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if you had to take David out for the day to cheer him up, what would you do? Jim? I would, uh, I would bunk off Sunderland with him. What I'd do is I'd, <laughs> I'd just go around in the morning and go, David, we're not going to go in today. Hey, hooky. Yeah, he's phoning sick. It'd be David Moyes' day off. Not on a Saturday. Uh, well, maybe, actually. Maybe on a match, match day. <laughs> everyone will be happy. Well, everyone will be at the stadium. It's true. So there'll be no one to, you know... They might notice he's there. Possibly not. They might yeah, notice exactly. he's not there. Well, maybe not. You mean David Moyes' day out? Exactly. Yeah. A la Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Mm. Yeah, so... Um, Ferris Bueller, sorry. Yeah, so um, what I would do... Um, it's, it is day off, isn't it? It's Ferris Bueller's day off. Yeah. 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 Um, You're right. <laughs> it's it's a day out. It's day off, isn't it? Oh, it is day off. Yeah, sorry, I didn't, hear, I didn't hear him say that. It felt I like a it's day what Marcus said. <laughs> when he stops talking, I know it's my cue to start talking. It's back to the Ferris Bueller. Yeah, is yeah. The name so of it. I, I would like Nick, let's say, Papa Dillabodgie's car. 
And okay. we just have a lovely day going around Sunderland. He's got and... his own car. Yeah, oh, but where's the fun in that? True, I bet it's okay. not a sports it's, car. It's David no. Moyes' day off. It's true. So it's you know we're going to have a lovely time, and he'll, you know we'll go to like the finest restaurant in Sunderland. He's paying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everyone loves a Nando's. No, you should treat him. All right, yeah, why not? I mean, I'm trying to cheer Even him up. Even in Jim's yeah, fantasy in the world. In the Mark, Marcus, you, res- you rescued Jim having a dig at Sunder there and Pete's absent. Yeah, I, d- I yeah. did hear that. That was very Pete, naughty. That's one for Pete, is it? When he listens later. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I do. I would take him out and about on the town. We'd have a lovely time. He could forget his woes for a single day because we would just like, be like, you know, the episode of The Likely Lads where they just avoid the scores all day. We're not thinking about football today, yeah. David. We're just going to go out and have a lovely time. We'll hire a hovercraft. I do whatever you want. I can't think of anything more depressing than sitting in Nando's with David. <laughs> My experience yeah. with Nando's are always really hot as well. Yeah. It'd be a horrible afternoon. Well that's, well, that's down to what you order, right? Or do you mean... No, the, the, the actual temperature okay, in there. Right, yeah. fair enough. I feel, I feel that observation may cost me the point. It's, it's not could, the peri-peri that's you could, doing it. I mean, if you could choose the temperature in Nando's the way you can choose the chicken, that would go down well. Well, maybe, I would go for lemon and herbs. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's the heat of the sauce. It's like just so much cumulative hot sauce raises the temperature in the that. room. Oh, but also, the look, chef has chosen. The chef's first one and he's chosen. I'm going for flaming hot or whatever it is. Yeah, but sometimes the music in there can be um, ca- can make one want to dance and Luke you're straight up I am so doing the two step is going to get you a little bit hot under the car oh, are you asking <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling yeah um, alright Luke what you got I was thinking about taking him down memory lane yeah okay <laughs> for a day out <laughs> to cheer him up it's easy to forget that David Moyes has won 10 manager of the month awards and 3 LMA manager of the year awards if you use that measure alone David Moyes is the second best manager in English football since 1993. <laughs> Former Manchester right. United manager David Moyes. Yeah, he's got it in him. He just needs to find it again. That, yeah. is, that is extraordinary, so I'm thinking, isn't it? Some sort of regression therapy, maybe. Ah. That's what I'm thinking. Um, and when I was thinking about answering this question, <laughs> completely coincidentally, um, someone on Twitter, at Lebs, got in touch with me and said, uh, oh, I found this uh, funny interview with David Moyes from the 21st of August which is, as we all know, the start of the season, mm-hmm. um, with, some, with some quotes from David Moyes, and I thought I'd share them as part of this answer. Uh, David was asked um, wh- whether he thinks they're going to be a relegation battle this season. In August? Mm-hmm. Why would that suddenly change? I think it will be a relegation battle. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think you can hide from the fact that it will be the case. People will be flat because they're hoping that something is going to dramatically change. It can't dramatically change. It can't. <laughs> Why would that suddenly change? Because of you, David. Because of the, the influence you can have. Jim, two weeks, your whole job. Two weeks into the season. <laughs> two games in. They just lost in Middlesbrough. Oh, Admittedly, God. a poor result. It can't so- dramatically change. It can't. <laughs> well, he's been proven right, hasn't he? Yeah. The joke's on. Yeah. Right, still on him. What a prophecy. <laughs> the moisture Not even September. Yeah. Which would be bad enough. Why would that suddenly change? Not suddenly. You've got nine months. You've got nine months. You've literally got the whole season. <laughs> Always the same for everyone. You've got the whole season. Every manager gets the same. He's planning for a relegation battle in August. It's not even... It's like... You know Graham... I think it's Graham Sinessa's famous uh, comment when he was Liverpool manager. Don't look at the table till Christmas. Don't mm. worry about it. Focus on your own job. Do what you can do. Pick up as many points as you can. At Christmas, we'll talk about it. Moyes, 21st of August, <laughs> we're going down. Yeah. We're getting relegated. Also, that didn't work for Mark Fish. No, it's so. true. That's absolutely true. That's yeah. true. Um, aim high. Aim as high as you can. And if you get a little bit less, yeah. then you've done okay still. So he's, he's aiming high for him is 18th. Yeah. <laughs> he's thinking, if I aim for relegation yeah. and we get rock bottom, that's all right. <laughs> and it's happening. We yeah. can win the backwards table. Imagine if it's school. I've already failed on my GCSEs. You're in year nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so regression therapy to the point of where David Moyes remembers that he was at one point a manager who guided Everton into the Champions League spots. Mm, there we are. Incredible. And for people who've only started listening or started picking up football the last three or, three or four years, that did happen. Mm. He did actually do that. Yeah. Yeah. The only manager <laughs> who's won more Manager of the Year awards than David Moyes is Alex Ferguson. <laughs> Astounding. Both yeah. ex Manchester United, mm. of course. Lest, yeah. lest we forget. Um, do you remember when uh, David Moyes was offered crisps in the stands when he was managing Real Sociedad? Yes, yeah. I do remember. And he that. took from the first bag, and then from the second bag, he said, No, he did that very British thing. No, 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 I can't indulge. Maybe yeah. it was the last one, no. and he just c- couldn't do it. Yeah, maybe that was it. No, I think it's just the fact that he's very British. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I'm, I'm offending you here, even though you've offered me the, the snack. Exactly, and I, I think he, I think he, he needs to let loose a little bit there. Um, in an interview, he said uh, that he goes to church when he can, 
It's obviously not as much as he would like. He used to get abused, by the way, when he was at Preston North End for, for being a Christian by right. his manager or something. Well, so I thought, right, I'd invite him to church and we'd sit at the back, listen to the sermon, eating crisps. Yeah, for Have as, as many nice. crisps as you want. Yeah. Don't worry about the rest of the congregation trying to listen. <laughs> to be fair, if there's anyone who needs God to intervene <laughs> in this season. Exactly. Oh, dear. I, I think Luke's got the points. Thanks, guys. <laughs> David Moyes needs the points. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Is that a hat-trick? Can trick? we donate them to him? Yeah, we are, I'll pass them on. Was that a hat-trick, maybe? Might be. I'll, I'll rely on the listeners to tell me. Yeah. Right then, to the Premier League, everybody. Um, Jim, we have to start with West Brom 3, mm. Arsenal nil. It's the Gunners. Worst. No, I scored one. Come on. Did I say nil? You said nil. You said nil. I, I do apologise. goals away from us. We need them. Why do you hate Alexis Sanchez so much? I do apologise, everybody. It was West Brom 3, Arsenal 1, of course. The Gunners are on their worst run for 21 years. That's what I was trying to get to quickly, <laughs> yeah. and I panicked. Yeah. Um, they haven't lost four in five league games since 1995. Free Wenger. Which is incredible, yeah. really. Well, is it? <laughs> like, you know, the whole, th- the whole project's in flames, really, isn't it? Um, <laughs> so Wenger has said this week, hasn't he, that he knows what his future is going to be and that he will announce it almost certainly the moment the show is in the can. I think <laughs> yeah. 100%. Expect to happen. Yeah. Um, We're camping out here tonight. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to look like that whatever he decides, one of the planes has influenced his decision, which one annoys me. I, I, yeah. I think he should announce it. Via plane, but him him piloting the plane. <laughs> but I think I think the people who flew the in Venga we trust hashtag respect AW plane. I'd love to I'd love to be in the meeting at that yeah. how that was decided. Um, What's th- the budget? I think a lot of them might have been. Oh, I don't really know because I don't really know they they liked the idea of a Venga out banner being yeah, flown. Quite, absolutely. So they wanted to fly one fly Just one to because, cancel it. Out. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know how passionate they would have. I don't know how passionate you can be for the status quo. They, I mean, people yeah. don't just fly planes with banners saying. Milk the same price always. <laughs> People don't get passionate about the status quo. Yeah, so yeah. I think that was probably a little bit less, uh, mm. probably a little bit more misleading. It I shows think. you the schism within the support, really. <laughs> and um, I, I, has a manager ever <clears throat> survived a plane banner? Oh, that's they tend to. Oh. They tend not to, don't they? But I guess they they probably cancel each other out. But I mean, sort of onto onto the game, really. The uh, I this might, might sound like quite a sort of dramatic thing to say, but I actually think that that was worse than the buy-in game. Because the performance was just completely gutless. At least they started both of the Bayern games well. And also, and, Bayern are one of the best sides in well, the world. Absolutely. And they were down to 10 men in the yeah. second game. I, I think you know. part, of the, part of the issue here is that there's so much being said about Wenger's contract and should he stay, should he go, and the infighting amongst the fans that the players are getting, a, they're getting away with just performing terribly. There's so mm. little um, criticism of them. And that they, are, they are a disgrace at the moment. Well, Alan, Sh- Alan Shearer stuck the boot in, didn't he? Mm. And he, re- he reckoned that the players had stopped playing from, apart from Sanchez, who, who, I, who I, scored, I, scored and was taken off after 78 minutes. Well, he was injured, though. Yeah. He, he had, he I thought a hefty San- challenge. I thought Sanchez was his usual self, and, and, and that's to be expected. I thought Xhaka played OK. It was a game that suited Xhaka. <laughs> I thought Welbeck did as well as could be expected of him. Mm. Other than that, I agree. And I, I, would, I would expand on what you just said, Jim. So I think the players... And I might have mentioned this before on the show. I think the players have been getting away with murder for a long time. I, mm. I can't think of any other team at the top, upper echelons mm. of the Premier League yeah. where the players get away with so much. Absolutely. And I mean, the, to not mark Craig Dawson that second time after he's already scored oh, a header from, Bennett, that, yeah. from, that, from that situation, it's just criminal, really. And if you look at the shape of Arsenal's corners, it's, it's, it's so abstract. It's just this bunched mass of, of nothing because yeah. it's, it's just so ineffective. And I know West Brom are particularly good at them and they have a lot of strong, we very talking, tall players. We were talking last week about um, how Pulis's record after those, his teams have hit 40 points is dreadful. Like, yeah. But Pulis... He listens. He motivates <laughs> teams for big games, though. But he does do that. And I, but I, do, I also think that... From the outset, West Brom were really keen, really intense, played with a high intensity, and, and they've got nothing to play for. I mean, Arsenal technically have got a lot more to play for than, than West Brom, yeah. and for them to be so on their heels from the get-go was very, very um, damning and very indicative of the situation. And I also think, the, the, as you just touched on, the set pieces as well. I mean, you can't really, you can't really let not do that sort of stuff. It's basic stuff. Mm. I mean, especially against a team like West Brom, we're going to punish you for yeah. that. Yeah, well, some of the players even said after the game, yeah, we, we you know, we, we were aware of this. We were sort of, you know, training for it. And on the day, we just we just didn't apply it. And it's like, well, that, that's not an excuse, is no. it? That's, that's, that's awful. You should be better than that. And it just looks like they're not playing for the manager, uh, which, you know, it's, however much criticism you can throw at Arsenal and Wenger in the, in the past, that is not, that's rarely been the case. Do you think it is a case, and I think Luke, you might have said it on a, a number of weeks ago, that Arsenal are now a mirror image of the man who's in charge of them, which is obviously going to for a long time. Yeah, it happened for a long time. Um, 
if Fanger doesn't give them a rocket up their bottoms, and if he doesn't say, you need to stand up and be counted for, and so on and so forth, and he just deflects it and he says, oh, lads, you know, don't worry about it, or doesn't get too annoyed or whatever, then the players might just sort of carry on and think, well, it's yeah. OK, they're behind the velvet rope of the, of the Premier League where not too much press or, or, or fanfare yeah. gets in. And perhaps, I'm not saying they're completely unaware, because they will be, they'll hear the, the shouts in the stadiums and so on and so forth. But do you think the players... They do need somebody like Conte, a Conte-style rant or something. Yeah, well, I think that part of the problem at the moment is that everything surrounding Arsenal um, is permeated by uncertainty. So if you're one of those players there, you're probably thinking, if the boss goes in the summer, will I stay? Will I be sold? Maybe I could get a move. I, I just get the, the impression that there's so so little is known about what the future is going to be that everybody is, is forced to confront what their own future might be. That, that you know, just furthers the uncertainty and you get these really disjointed, weird performances on the pitch. Yeah. A lot of the time I, I think, oh, well, we talk so much about the big teams and the situation where the big team is beaten by a so-called small team and we should give credit to the so-called small team. But I don't actually think West Brom needed to be that good to be Arsenal at the weekend. I thought... Well, that's, that's the problem at the moment, isn't it? Teams can let Arsenal beat themselves. Well, yeah, West Brom had tw- 24% yeah. possession. Now, I know we go back to the Burnley game at home against Liverpool, but that, that, that's all they had. And it, it just it's too easy to pick Arsenal off. It really is. But it was, it was nice to see how Robson Carno. It was, yeah. I, I felt for <laughs> Even Robson the Arsenal fans, yeah, it yeah. was. <laughs> no, just generally, you know, for, for him as an individual, because it's a shame that, you know, like after scoring that absolute wonder goal in, in the Euros... That's that what we're all harking back to. ...picked up. Yeah, we, we sort of all thought, oh, that, that's what he'll do forever now. He'll be like Messi, but it hasn't quite worked remember, out, I can remember, like... Um, he was at, without a club at that point, wasn't it? I, yeah, because without that goal, that moves mental. Yeah, and <laughs> I also thought... There was sort of like no one really lined up to sign him. It was like it was almost like West Brom didn't even really want him. They were yeah. like, "Oh, wow, well, he's available. Oh, Take him." him. Yeah. How much you want in a week? Yeah. We a little bit less than you're on. Be a sub. What have we got? In, what have we got in petty cash? Yeah. I thought um, I thought James McLean was really quick thinking for that goal as well. Yeah, um, where he obviously knew that if he had touched mm. it, he'd have been interfering. But I mean, I know there's a bit of an argument about you know the old school argument about if you're not interfering with play, you shouldn't be on the pitch and all mm. that other stuff. But <laughs> as the rule stands, I mean, he was quick thinking there, uh, and that was impressive. I didn't think West Brom needed to be that good. I thought they were good enough to no. win. They deserve credit they, for that. They were strong and robust. They kicked Sanchez about to a frustrating degree. It was similar to the treatment as I've got recently. Um, but, you know, that's, that's yeah. what happens I don't think, I think Sanchez, like, thrives on that, though. I think he gets up and he gets on with it and he likes to battle. And he, I think he's frustrated more with his own well, players. I think he is actually he's going to miss some games. Um, right, he's, through he's, his injury. He, yeah, okay, he was right. genuinely injured in the game by, okay. by the treatment he got. Okay, um, Arsenal, the, the, the six points off full spot now with two mm. games at hand on Liverpool. It's not looking good. No, I mean, I think it's. I, I, I would be very surprised if Arsenal make the top four this year. But then this is the thing, isn't it? Wenger's so used to getting Arsenal at a point like this where everything sort of collapsed uh, and then rallying them mm. to sort of fly up the league and put some wins together. But it feels like. It almost feels like that's going to wear off now. But the competitiveness. You can only the same trick so many times. The competitiveness in front of them. Is it's it's more competitive that top six? I mean, even Everton might are trying to have a late flourish in there, mm. although perhaps unlikely. But you never know. Uh, but it really is obviously Chelsea are way ahead. But between second and sixth, there is a lot of competition. I, I also there. don't think he knows where Wenger. Really, which is criminal given how long he's been at the club. I don't think he knows his best team. Either. Certainly in the midfield, that's a problem. He does not have a functioning team. midfield all, mm. all season. No, really, he, he doesn't know. I don't think he knows who he prefers. I, I, I think you know. Other than a couple of players at the back who picked themselves, I mean Peter Cech obviously picks himself in goal Bichelle. for the Premier League. Mm. Um, Mustafi and Cristiano are their best centre back pairing, um, and Bellerin, who was poor against West Brom, but yeah. generally is their best 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 full back in that area. Um, other than that, I, mm. I, I don't know Arsenal as well as Jim or other people, but he, he seems to rotate stuff around an awful lot in a, in a way that doesn't get the best out of the players. I don't mm. know. I don't know if, if 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 he can if he can set on an eleven that he likes because if you look at the best, the two best teams in the league. Chelsea and Spurs, they know what their best team is. Absolutely, yeah. yeah I think part of the issue as well coming up is if Wenger does decide to stay, and I have a feeling he, that he might because he's an incredibly stubborn man, mm-hmm. another two years of that, people, it'll be mutiny in the stadium. I mean, you, you see like people laugh at Arsenal fan TV and things like that and people sort of going nuts all the time. But that, oh. you know, this is what happens when you... You know, when you have the same thing over and over again, and you can understand the frustrations of those those fans if they're just right out of the stadium at their most emotional. You know? Yeah, very true. Uh, are we ready to move on from Arsenal? We are. Okay, I thought I'd ask because uh, it someone is a, needs to be. Eight. It's a beefy one. <laughs> just before we do briefly, just um, you see, Mesut Ozil's absence was described as a mystery. 
Of not even a mystery illness, just a mystery. Just, I, I, I saw it described as a mystery. Well, that's and, it, and it's like, I mean, if it was a mystery illness, then fine. Not find him. But, e- but even so, I mean, it's not. You know, it's nice for your big players to start and be counted, isn't it? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Well, he's, he's had a few illnesses all season. It's yeah, weird. right. I he does look like a sort of sickly moon child. I wonder if there's more to it than that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> To the London Stadium, gentlemen. West Ham 2, Leicester City 3. Mm. And a bet of the week winner, Sound the Klaxon. Woo! Joel Gleischer with a great 4-1 to shout. Leicester to be winning at half-time and full-time. Came in. £250 goes to Prostate Cancer UK. We'll hear more from Joel later in the week. I think I called him Joe earlier. His name's Joel. We'll hear more from him later in the week as he goes for two winners in a row. Never been done before. Joel the goal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. Well done, Joely. Um, and Leicester's uh, first away win of the season, of course. Their first away win in the league since April, I believe. The, the champions' first away win in the yeah. league since April. Yeah. It's mad. <laughs> Nearly a calendar year away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, incredible stuff. What about this? Uh, Cesare Prandelli said Leicester approached him after they sacked Ranieri, but Prandelli said no because he didn't like the way they treated Ranieri. He's a bit of a loose cannon, Prandelli, isn't he? I've, he got, is. I've got an issue with this, <laughs> I have to say. Cesare Prandelli. Uh, Prandelli, last seen as part of the Valencia debris, right? <laughs> managed, managed 10 games last year for Valencia and then resigned. That's how strongly he feels about it. He's managed Valencia, who've had six managers in the last 18 mm. months. Leicester, no, no, too far for me. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going down that road. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe he's been hurt by um, you know that experience in the past and he doesn't want to repeat it. He resigned. They should, <laughs> basically, what, he's, what he said there is they should have let Ranieri um, take them down. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. It, what do I mean... As every game involving Leicester goes past, you think... Correct decision. Yeah, yeah. well, you think correct decision, but... Uh, yeah. like, I, it's frustrating, but, isn't it? It's, but it's strange to try and get into the mindset. I understand that if players do not like the manager, if the manager's a bit of a tyrant or... He's just disliked for whatever reason. I don't think you could ever call Ranieri a tyrant. But if people maybe have lost faith in his methods, whatever it is... Clearly, they're not going to be as firing on all cylinders as they would be for like a Carlo Ancelotti, who seems to get the best out of people, and so on and so forth. And they, the players seem to love him. But this is just ridiculous. The, um, the, the change in fortunes. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, David, think, let's think of David Moyes in this. Craig Shakespeare's <laughs> won four out of four. <laughs> David Moyes probably hasn't even heard of him until about three months ago. How does he get all the this? Yeah, this is mad. He's off a manager of the month. I've been doing this for ages. <laughs> But do you know what I mean, though? Like the, the sea change, it's too much almost. Yeah, it's, do you know what I mean? It's, they, it almost looks like different players. Like they've at, been body snatched up until this point of the right, season. But you look at you look at Allardyce going into Palace, right? We'll come on to them. Um, it's taken them a little while to get going. We know about a new manager bounce. We've seen it before, Silver at Hull. Mm. But again, Silver seems to be uh, it seems to be more believable. Monsieur Clement as well. Yeah. yeah. Monsieur Clement, although they, they, they've been uh, struggling the last couple of games, but it, it, it's more believable. The, the new manager bounce comes in, and the manager seems to be getting mm. a little bit better out of the players, and, and it happens. This is this is too much of a this shift. This is slightly different, though, isn't it? Because Craig Shakespeare has been there for a long he time. Was I think he was there, he was well, there okay. under Pearson, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, so that... clearly, whatever was wrong, it, 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 it must was... have been an issue with Ranieri and the players that somehow developed. And Shakespeare has effectively just kept that same infrastructure, infrastructure, gone back to basics, played as many of the players that played last season as he can, mm. and he's just you know, you know he's dialed it back, hasn't he, effectively? And and it's working. But Ranieri didn't do that. Well, the, the, the fact is that they're getting the wins now. They're in the yeah. Champions League and they're facing Atletico Madrid. Yeah, it's, it's a funny one, that, isn't it? Because you... It's the best draw possible. I was really think... happy with the Champions League draw. I'm sure we'll come on and talk about it. In well, yeah, but last, last time on, on, on the Ramble, we said that, well, I said, if Leicester get Atletico Madrid, Atletico Madrid will probably win 1-0 over well, the two Well, legs. they're very canny, aren't they? And you, yeah. you, you're looking at that for the Leicester fans thinking, do they want like Real Madrid or Barcelona or Bayern Munich? Just to have the king power, just because yeah. what a night that yeah, would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, this is a strange one. Oh, what a night. There we go. I wonder where you were going with that. There was, a, there was a banner on Match of the Day, wasn't there, um, which was some kids in front of a banner that said, thank you, Leicester, for nights like this. And I love that. Yeah. They are brilliant for that, Leicester, aren't they? they I mean, we look... Fondly back at that Blackburn Rovers team that were inexplicably great oh, and were just fun. Was in the Europa League. That exactly that, that sort of thing. Yeah. Genu- no, genuinely that sort of thing. Those, those beautiful little moments of, of incongruity that make football so special. Well, and this, the these Europa will absolutely fun. be seen as one of those those sides. Like maybe the greatest one ever. I yeah. loved. I loved. Um, I thought Schmeichel was very good in the Champions League, and I thought he was very very good against West Ham as well. Mm. He made two amazing oh, the saves. Star from jump save. Yeah. That was fantastic. Out, the, out of the father's hand. But, but going back to the Shakespeare thing, mm. what, what's, what, what's Shakespeare done? He's essentially gone back um, to exactly what the, the shape and the, and the personnel as close as they can to what they were playing last season. 
He's played Ndidi instead of um, Kante. I said this last week. Yeah. And he had to play um, Ben Alunit uh, for, for Morgan, who was, who was injured and yeah. missed the game for the first time in however, however long. 87 top flight matches. That's brilliant. That's wow. a brilliant record. Mm. Um, that's all he's done, really. And are Leicester in that shape? Good enough to stand in the Premier League, you'd have to say they are. They are. They Leicester will probably survive. Yeah. Of course, everyone's going to agree they overachieved last season. We don't know to what level they overachieved because all this stuff went on this season. But if they had just played how they were playing this time round um, for the whole of the season, would they have come tenth? Probably. Yeah, you, could, yeah. you could argue they would. Yeah. So all that's happening here is it's just a redressing of the balance, and you wonder whether Ranieri has just got a little bit too clever. He's he's he tr- tried to get a little bit too clever. He had that reputation before. He 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 abstained from being like that for a large part of last season which worked for him and now he feels like he wants to change it around bring these different players in possibly upset the group and the players have to take some responsibility what's happened now they've gone back to basics and I'll talk about this a lot on the show everyone knows their job now and it's working when everyone knows their job in that Leicester team Mm -hmm. they're better than at least seven or eight of the teams in the Premier League and and that's essentially what's happening now I think that's the only way you can really go to explain it Mm. I'm sure a lot's went on that we'll never know about um, but, but anyway, in this game, West Ham were dreadful defensively. I, I thought Leicester started pretty well. Um, yeah, and, and that's what Leicester... you get. West Ham, again, are almost a bit like West Brom. They're not going to do anything, so yeah. it's, it's difficult to know. The, the Maris' goal was the goalkeeper's got to be doing better than yeah, that. Yeah, I, I thought he was really very strong. Leicester, the way Leicester went a couple of goals in front, and they, they, they looked stronger. They were on the front foot, and it was like they did when they were, before all the one nils to get themselves over the line towards the end of last season. That's how they used to be. Bit swashbuckling, yeah. But but it was a season or two after them, wasn't it? Yeah, year, but yeah. on the front foot, getting the goals, go ahead, and uh, and when West Ham sort of pegged them back, then they they would get another one, and it they are back. The the team that mm. we all watched so closely and fondly, weird. It's I know it's, I, it's, it's almost <laughs> sort of like stumped by it. I know this would be an extreme version of it, but it's almost like suddenly Cantona's Man United are back, <laughs> like a team from another era have just come back. It's so weird. Yeah. England are losing on going out on penalties again. Yay. Yay! That's what we want. Oh. All I would say is it's still quite early in the tenure of Mr. Shakespeare to uh, mm. to be saying they're safe just yet. I mean, they're six points off relegation uh, at the time of recording. Safe. Um, they've got. To be fair, they've got a couple of winnable games coming up, home to Stoke and at home to Sunderland. If they play how they have been playing, they'll win both those games, mm-hmm. um, and then they will be safe. But I still think it's a little bit premature, especially when they've got this um, Atletico Madrid thing in, in, in yeah. the ointment as well. You True, it could be much ado about nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I, be, I, yeah, I think you've got a fair point, because Sunderland, I mean, picking up a clean sheet on the weekend... <laughs> What a platform. <laughs> what a platform for them. The misery continues for Moyes. He said this match was down as one of the wins in his book. Now they have to turn one of the draws into God, a win. The state of that book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the misery in those Tell pages. everyone about your book then. Yeah. What are you doing this telling everyone you're going to lose every game? He, he is Do the like, players even know about the book? He's one result away of getting the book out in an interview going, there you go, look, yeah. cross that one off. We, that, we can't rely that on a win. They beat, they beat, I have to say this every time, they beat Crystal Palace 4-0 away. Yeah, nah, that, this that is the old... 13th time they haven't scored in the Premier League this season as well. 28 games. <laughs> Almost half, not even bothering to score. <laughs> it's like it's like making... Actually, it's not making Middlesbrough look brilliant. But, yeah, I'm not going to say that. It's helping, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> They've only scored four goals more than Middlesbrough. And Middlesbrough, <laughs> and Middlesbrough are famous for not scoring. That's the one thing Middlesbrough are known yeah. for, not scoring goals. <laughs> it is remarkable. I mean, Moyes said that they could do with injured players Lee Catamol and Victor and each of them coming back. I mean... Uh, that's, de- would, that's depressing yeah it? I mean and each of he's not known for scoring lots and lots of goals no. but he would give Defoe a bit more of a hand and yeah. Catamol well, it's, it's you, Jermaine Defoe in a backing band at the moment isn't yeah. it <laughs> yeah. it really is yeah I mean no, let's not, <laughs> don't get Marcus Nyan to talk about Jermaine Defoe again whether right or bust up on, my, on, <laughs> on that third ding I think he I think he should be but starting if you, but seriously if you are thinking I mean I, I think Lee Catamol's an important I've seen Lee Catamol play Bloody well for Sunday. Mm. Like, that good. was a few years ago. It was. The type well, of position he plays in, Mark. He's, he's going to fight. He's going to sort of fight. He has the sort of fight in him, rather, that you need in this sort of 100%. situation. But just there aren't enough around him. He has the same. A, Jimmy has the sort of fight that you need that can easily overspill into a needless red card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was saying he, he, he'll fight, I, I do mean that. And that could be a problem. Uh, I'd love to know. I don't have the facts in front of me, but I'd love to know how many goals Victor and each be scored his entire career. I mean, he's, he, he bracket him up with sort of Agbon Lahore. For, for, for goal return. Yeah. He, he doesn't get maybe, maybe even less so, I would think, because yeah. Bonglehor at least had a few sort of more prolific seasons when he was younger. I know, but it's one of those games like when Anichibu was. Prolific? Lit. You sticking with that? Well, <laughs> in comparison. <laughs> okay, yeah, fine. 
I don't. But they, they just. But an Ichibi, it would just be another option. It would be a guy who has scored what, just two bodies. Or two yeah. We just, just want bodies. Some, <laughs> some, some different mass. If you call, if you call an extras agency, yeah. you, just get numbers in. Yeah. Just what bodies? Okay. Hello, mannequins. Yeah, I need a mannequin. I've got four spare kits here. I want to fill them. Yeah, just go down the park. Are you a striker? I'm a winger. Enough. <laughs> yeah. You know, my goodness. Well, uh, we're going to talk more Premier League after this. I'm Dublin, and when I'm not banging my tube, but I'm listening to the football ramble. Welcome back to the football ramble, everybody. It's now time for emails with Jim Campbell. Oh, it is going to dive right in as is tradition. Dear Ramblers, my highlight of the week occurred in the ABSA's Premiership, South Africa's top flight. On Friday night, second from bottom and struggling free state stars travelled to Ajax Cape Town, a mid-table side flirting with a relegation battle. In a game where the stars desperately needed a result, up stepped Mohamed Anas. With only one goal all season prior to the game, he scored a brace and secured his side a huge point. After the game, he started his interview well, thanking God for blessing him. Regrettably for Mr Anas, he then proceeded to thank both his wife and his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, Upon realising the colossal mistake he'd made, he gracelessly tried to recover but couldn't string a sentence together. Unlike his wife, whom I'm sure would draw a much more concise and ruthless sentence for the man. <laughs> From Liam Fernandez. That, yes. Yeah, I saw that and I, on, I, I think he was actually saying, I want to thank my wife and best friend. Right. I think that's, I'm going to give him the, the benefit Sounds... of the doubt. I don't think he's gone on there and gone, oh, the, oh, thanks to the wife and the mistress, effectively. I think that's what he was going to say. And that's what well, the thing is, he still has said the other thing, isn't he? So he's no, a under... difficult chat after the game. I, un- I understand, but I, I'm defending him and I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in this man's corner. Patron saint of adulterers, Marcus Feller. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Madison's Marcus Speller. That, that, that made that that story you're, you're reading there had a lot of mentions in the hearts of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, who sent that email in? Uh, that was from Liam Fernandez. Thanks, Liam. Okay, so hello, Ramblers. Again, uh, given how much you four love some ref chat, I thought I'd share something I found out the other day after a friend met Premier League referee Andre Mariner. Ooh. He introduces himself as Dre. Keep up the good work. That's from Vish, uh, Vish Ehantharaja. Speak- Apologies if that's wrong. Speaking of that, I need to uh, address something that we talked about, I think, on the last show, possibly a show before, about Mike Dean and his van with yeah, the, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, yeah. number plate. Well, apparently, I don't know if this is true, but I've got it push, pushed out then. To me, it rings true. Apparently, I think uh, referees get given that van what? For the game, so they go to the game. They, it's like a, it's like an FA van or a Premier League van. <laughs> Ref van, yeah, basically. And that's why they got the number plate, and that's why they got all the stuff in it, and that's why it's a van. So it's not, it's not the most. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is, <laughs> I've not explained this very well. Let me start again. Basically, it's not that he's gone out and bought that van and put the number no, plate on it. No, it's I like get a that. Company car. Type yeah, thing. No, no, I understand. I don't you. know why it's a yeah, van. But, no, no, no. I don't care. No, that's but it's not him. I got that. But like, that's the referee, right? You passed. You're off to. You could go referee day. Is your whistle? Is your uniform? Is your van? That's not how it works. Love the idea. Is your whistle? Love the idea. Yeah, but the point is, they get given a van. Yeah. Mike Dean driving along as a, as a white van man, effectively. <laughs> And they're, uh, yeah, I can't remember who told us about that, but that apparently is the case. Stunning stuff. Um, any great. more, Jim? Yeah, but one more. So, all right, Ramblios, mixing it up slightly. Oh. We've had more than our share of dad stories and a few mum stories, so I thought I'd add another generation to the mix. We are a bunch of expats who follow Granada CF and take Grandad Smith along on a regular basis. As the only group of foreigners following this struggling Spanish side, we tend to get a fair amount of attention. Aside from, why the hell do you support Granada? The most common question we get tends to be, how did the old fella lose his arm? Granddad did indeed lose his arm as a child and now uses this to freak out as many people as possible. So far, he has convinced people that he was a parachutist during the Falklands conflict and tragically lost his arm while fighting a rabid goat, that he had a severe (laughs) allergic reaction to a hot dog at a game in Madrid, had it removed due to untreatable damage after arm wrestling Jeff Capes and lost it to frostbite after falling asleep on an iron pole at Craven Cottage. Oh, my... As you can imagine, we are instructed to keep the lie going and have to nod shamefully during these ripping yarns. No one quite like Grandad. That's from Jamie Bell and the Granada uh, Guiri Army. Again, I don't know if that's right, but thank you, Jamie. <laughs> I'm sure it's not, but that's fine. Um, I, I'm I, just pleased Pete wasn't pronouncing that. Yeah, I, I, I always um, enjoy some of these stories from British immigrants living abroad and so on and so forth. So any more of them, they, they do bring them in. Mm. Yeah. Marvellous stuff. Uh, right, are we ready to go back to the Premier League? I think we, we just about are. Um, it was the, the thigh rubber of the weekend. Manchester City won, Liverpool won. Pep Guardiola absolutely made up after this one. Pep Guardiola is an underrated weirdo. Yeah. He is. Oh, he really is. Well, to be fair, he was very rated as a weirdo at Bayern when he left. I think we've Trying. talked about this yep. before. They said Trying. he's just a very strange man. But there was something nice about seeing him really, really happy. Mm. Because he's been down and he's very is it, prickly. Though, because he looked sort of 
deluded. Oh, oh. So Graham's finesse was laughing in his face. I'm sure he was. Yeah. Oh, I think it... you want to take another look at that tomorrow morning when he wakes up. He's won two European Cups. Fuming <laughs> at him. Fuming at the joy of another human being. Yeah. Well, this was Guardiola was pleased because of his team's performance, of course, and, and he said it was one of the most special days of his life. That was that's over the top. Yeah, yeah I that's, think that's over like, the top. That is, that's too much. I mean, th- this was because of the, the way they responded to the disappointment of going out to Monaco and the fact that Liverpool had all week to prepare. I can understand if they'd have put that chance away at the end, whoever it was, Aguero or somebody, who hit it mm. over the bar. If they'd have won that game, I could have understood if he was really made up. Yeah. But I don't know. He's it's, been down. He's been he's been a little bit uh, upset since he's yeah. been uh, managing at Manchester City. It was nice to see. I there is plenty of merit in talking up your team's performance after they've um, you know suffered a disappointment like that. But yeah, well, that's, that's, to that's take it that far. They did, well, they did well to get themselves back in the game, mm. and I think he probably, as you as you both said, he's a bit weird, Pep, and I think he's probably. <laughs> um, I would be surprised if it wasn't something like he's delighted that they executed some game plan yeah, that, he, that yeah. he, had, he had told them about beforehand, mm-hmm. and they and they managed to do that to 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 perfect uh, in a perfect way. And all right, they didn't win the game, but they, some of these guys yeah, he, get the impression it doesn't really count today. We don't really care. They, no, yeah, he's I, looking I to the future, thinking right. I know how we sort of adapt to this certain challenge. Et, et, yeah, et obviously he cares about winning, but he, get, he, he he obviously the ultimate thing for him is to win a game with the game plan he's constructed. Of course, yeah, I think that you know he's almost more bothered by the performance than the result because if you get the performance then the result should follow sort of thing yeah. he was absolutely made up with John Stones as well wasn't I he? Was absolutely loved it yeah. Great. He, he was, he, he's in love with him almost I mean he said that uh, he, he defended John Stones because Stones has had a lot of criticism and kind of understandably so at times um, but he said it's not easy playing for a manager like him, you oh, know, yeah. himself. himself up. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Or slagging himself off. It's not that one, No, With a Champions League winner like me. Um, <laughs> double, double Champions League winner. Yep, he said with all... Actually, he... treble, because he wanted it as a player. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, he said about Stones, with all his huge amount of mistakes... Big. I love him. Oh, yeah, but he... I, I think the full quote was, with all this huge amount of mistakes, I love him. But he does still make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I love him even more. He's got more sort of balls and charisma than anyone else in the like anyone in the room at the press yeah, conference. Something yeah. like that, yeah, yeah, uh, incredible. But Jurgen Klopp was amused by Guardiola's emotional comments, saying he is Spanish. They're a little bit more emotional than the Germans because Klopp never gets emotional, <laughs> does he? <laughs> See, that really, different. Is that really aggressive high five that on the on the on the touchline? Yeah, yeah. it was like they, they were running towards each other, and it was almost like they're both really animated and both really mm. angry about something. Then when they got close. They were like, oh, hang on, we can't really follow through with this. High five. Yeah. Really I, aggressive high yeah, five. love it. I, I'm not even remotely bored of Jurgen Klopp. No, I'm not either. <laughs> he's still as brilliant as the day he joined. He gets a lot of criticism from people who think that he's quite affected, like it's not mm. really him, but I'm fully convinced that he's a guy. Yeah, I, he I agree with you. And I, I think in, in, that, in that case, I think it's absolutely acceptable. But, yeah. but did you see that chance that Lana missed? <sighs> that was... Incredible! Yeah. Like, it's, for, for it's like he just quality. sort of skimmed it with his studs. It was, but you could see with Lalana when he missed it, he sort of thought about like dropping to the ground. I thought I should play. Mm. No, that was oh, really was bad. And just dropped to the it? ground. Yeah, it was, I, I think he realised as soon as he missed it, sort of posthumously realised that he had so much time. I don't think he yeah. knew that at the time, and that's why he was so angry. Absolutely, yeah. it's just a bit of an illustration of where both teams are, really, isn't it? Because they were. It was a very good game. They're both very good teams, but they're just not clinical enough at the moment to, mm. to be higher up the league. James Milner tucking away seventh penalty of the season. Mm. He's a lovely penalty taker. He was getting booed. He wasn't. He was. That he's ridiculous. He did an interview in the week, didn't he, saying that Liverpool at the moment is the best squad he's played with. Yeah, that's the only so, thing I could find. Yeah, yeah. so what? So what if he said that? You know what I mean? No, I'm not having a go at you, Jim. I can booer. work out why he's being booed because he left to play more football than the. I think he left for he left for less money. Look, yeah, hang on a minute. Yeah. We had a dig at Chelsea fans yeah. having a uh, well, did. some people did in this yeah. podcast um, about booing Mourinho and Judas and all that kind of stuff. Well, I'm sorry, Man City fans, but that, that's piss poor. I, I just think it's bullshit anyway because even if you do accept that Mourinho said the things he said, and that apparently, according to, to the, the, the City fans, like a follow on Twitter, and a lot of them were saying it's ridiculous, but the ones who were defending the booing okay. said um, he made some in quotes bad comments about City. But as Jim says, the strongest thing I could find that he said was that Liverpool were the best team he's played in, which you were you know, sort of expecting to, to yeah. say. Um, Aside from all that, oh, and the nasty man said some bad things about us. Do you think this is a fucking pantomime? Yeah. Tell me, oh, he's behind you, the nasty man. Let's rob the fucking genie's lamp. Yeah. Get on with it. <laughs> Booing the player, stupid. Didn't do anything other than make him play better anyway, because players like people, people who've become footballers. Uh, are so driven and so motivated anyway all it does is inspire them to do better and it makes you look ridiculous mm-hmm. but that club really can about me I will do yeah, <laughs> yeah no, right. no I'm, I'm fully <laughs> agree with yeah. Luke there. He, he, I was going to say some stuff but I won't say it better than well, that well listen if, you, if you're going to talk about that I mean did you see the penalty that Portsmouth missed at the weekend oh my god I know we, haven't, we, haven't got, we haven't got League 2 but let me give you some further context and for the listeners as well we haven't got League 2 this week so I'll just break I kept it out because Portsmouth lost 3-0 yeah, yeah. Portsmouth lost 3-0 after uh, 
two four nil wins in the bounce to the team who were one below him in the yeah, league. Yeah, terrible, terrible result. Um, I think it was Kai Chaplin um, decided to it got awarded the penalty uh, quite late on. It wasn't going to affect the result, admittedly, but it's still a penalty. You know, you still got the fans have made made the trip and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, he decides to penenka it. He, he almost puts a stamp on it. It's so telegraphed. The keeper just stands there and catches yeah. it. It's the worst penalty <laughs> I've seen. Catches it so comfortably. <laughs> can I can I just give you a bit more context? I think that's the fifth penalty in a row Portsmouth have missed. That's full of mess. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So he's not thinking. Oh, we've got a terrible record. I'm just going to tuck this one away. Yeah. <laughs> that's what get... it's like in microcosm supporting Portsmouth. So Arsenal fans, keep your mouth shut. Wait, <laughs> you're still Portsmouth is still third. Yeah, but we know what's coming. <laughs> we all know what's coming. Automatic oh, promotion. Yeah. This highway's a bit slippery. That is a turning point. Yeah. <laughs> Four points above Stevenage. Oh, how can I take a penalty that's going to decimate the entire squad's confidence <laughs> for the rest of the season? Do it with James Milner. Tuck it away. Mm. Put it mm. in the side of the net. James he's, Milner's penalty was fantastic. Oh, he's, he's, he's a so brilliant good. penalty taker. He doesn't muck around. There's nothing to worry. Listen, there's nothing to be ashamed of being James Milner. And James Milner gets these Twitter accounts of boring Milner and all that sort of stuff. James Milner's an absolute pro. Do you know I've what? met the guy... I've interviewed him. He's a nice lad. He's an absolute pro. He's a and he would player. never think about doing something like that with a penalty. Yeah, when I was I was I was in the pub watching the game, and, and someone said, "Oh my goodness, Milner's scored!" And I was like, "What are yeah, you talking about?" Yeah. I was like, "You absolute idiot! Milner's quality." Yeah, I, I think I think there's a, there's a clearly there are a set in any sort of industry, but we're talking about football here. There's a load of players who are talented, skillful players, mm. right? That's fine. Everyone agrees that, you know, Coutinho's a really skillful player, for example, at Liverpool. But every Coutinho, you need a Milner. Mm. And not only do you need a Milner, you need a Milner who doesn't think he's a Coutinho. Yes. It's like when you walk into rooms and you, no one likes it, but I'm probably the biggest example of this, when people think they're funny when they're not. It's fine to not be funny. <laughs> it's, it's fine to not be a skillful <laughs> yeah, football yeah, yeah, player. Yeah. Just get on with what you do well. And Milner's a, t- a living testament to that. Yeah, uh, completely. And, and he's got the record now, hasn't he? Outright record of, uh, you know, when he scores... He doesn't lose a game. 47 mm. games. He's won 37 of them and drawn 10 when he, when he scored. That him. is a testament to his, the professionalism. It doesn't, yeah. it's, it's not relevant at all, but it's a testament to professionalism. Yeah, it's, it's a strange record, yeah. but, it, but it's a good one. Um, did he foul Sterling in the first Absolutely. half? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a question. After, <laughs> after all that lovely Milner chat, yeah. he clearly recklessly fouled Sterling. Like he's not a fallible human being. <laughs> no. Got, got away with it, though, didn't he? Like a pro. Yeah. Like a, yeah. <laughs> the referee, see, that's the reputation. The referee went... Oh, well, Milner, he must have tackled no, him. I think, yeah. he, I think he probably thought, I'm pretty sure someone fouled that person there, but I, I've not really noticed the change <laughs> yeah. this point, oh, Don't so. worry, Fernandinho will tuck that away. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, right, exactly. Oh, I'm blown up. Oh, well. Playing it right back. Yeah. Doing know, the James right. Milner. Um, Aguero scored his seventh in, in, it in seven game, games. It was a great game, by the way. It, it was a really, really nice pace. It was game. a great ball in for Aguero. It was a lovely goal, that one. Mm. Uh, but ultimately, a good result for Manchester United, who are up in fifth. They're finally out of their purgatory. Slowly but surely. Can I also say it's a fantastic result for Spurs? A massive result yeah. for Spurs mm. as well, who are, who are well and truly second yeah. now, mm. and um, they couldn't have really they couldn't have really asked for a better result after they sort of went about their yeah. business. And a, and a decent result for for West Brom. Um, Stoke <laughs> were beaten. <laughs> you got anything to punch? <laughs> Stoke were beaten at home by Chelsea. This is a huge win for the league leaders, and and the it's the type of win. This is the type of win that gets a team across the line and keeps momentum going. You're away from home at a tough place. Home side digging in, and you get a late winner. Yeah. And it's a scrappy goal. And he run, and Cahill, the run and the celebration, that is the type yeah. of win. That is the type of win Come you on. would see if Alex Ferguson's side's doing um, at this stage of the season. Absolutely. Maybe you're getting a little bit tired and so on. And, and other teams, they know what you're going to do. They prepare against you. Uh, and, and, you know, Stoke going pretty well themselves. Uh, that is a fantastic win for Chelsea. A lot of their season has been just like a lovely stroll in the park as well. It has, it? So yeah. They, you know, they, they do well <laughs> to sort of, Dig in and, and, and take yeah. those challenges on. Those kind of results are almost as pleasing as a 3 0 win when everyone's done their job brilliantly and you've just overpowered the opposition. I've got a little theory about the amount of times Gary Cahill, in quotes, makes amends in a game. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, That's yeah. a fair I, 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 I don't have any scientific evidence for it. Um, but, you know, but it is it, scientific it, fact. Yeah, if you want that, you come to the wrong show. Yeah. Um, but he uh, he seems to score an extraordinary amount of goals, mm. important goals, after he makes a mistake. Yeah. A, he gave away a penalty in this game, of yeah. course, as we all saw. Or whenever he scores an own goal or something, he always seems to really drive himself all to yeah. make him He's another Milner-esque type player, I think. When, when, when Chelsea signed him, I thought, oh, I think he might be a bit overrated. But he's, he's actually really, really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and on, on the Stoke thing, Marcus, I, I, I do agree that that's exactly the sort of game they need to win. And that's a sort of, they're the sort of bread and butter game, Stoke mm. away, that win you the title. Yeah. But Stoke this season aren't quite the away challenge they've been in the past. No, think. but I mean, recently they've they've fared a little bit they better. They have, but, but you know, remember yeah. we used to think, of, we'd always think of Stoke as almost like 
the precursor to what Burnley are like now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where they would just rely on their home form, be so difficult to play against. Yeah. Uh, and, and because of that, I looked it up and they've lost uh, at home to Wolves in the Cup. They lost in the league at home to Bournemouth. They lost at home to Hull in the League Cup. And they've drawn an awful lot of games. They've only won six at home in the league this season, which is fewer than Bournemouth. Which mm. I thought was quite interesting. Yeah, that is an interesting fact. I think a lot of people think, oh, it's windy at Stoke and it's hard. And, 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 and I'm sure it is. But as Mark Hughes maybe turned him into a slightly different side now. Quite possibly. Um, and, and I loved uh, the Phil Barsley sending off. Absolutely oh. needless. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was amazing. He reacted like, as if he'd been subbed off. You know what yeah, I mean? it was so little emotion and to he it, walked not off bothered the pitch at all. Where it happened as well. He yeah. walked across the pitch, just walked around behind the goal. Just and, to it. and he wasn't called up to the Scotland squad either, so he probably thought, I could get three weeks off here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll have a bit of this, no problem. Yeah, I see what the lads did at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, have own, I have my own little Christmas well, now. Thing. And there was also a brilliant referee decision in that game. Did you see it with the assistant saw Berahino's push on Asbury yeah. uh, to disallow the goal? That's really, really Very impressive. Good. Another, an interesting thing, alongside Gary Cahill, David Luiz has been quietly excellent, which are mm-hmm. two things he's not yeah. really known for. Well, no, it well, looks, it's a canny signing. People you know, so raise a lot of eyebrows. You know what it is, Jim? No, you know, it's like a lot of pundits who've now been proven wrong. They just don't mention it. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, made, they almost made him a pride, didn't they? About mm. how, he, how, in quotes, hapless and mistaken. Oh, yeah, he was a little bit hapless. Come on, there were there were, there were, there were incidents and there were moments, yeah, but they were maybe exaggerated. He's always been a decent defender, oh, but absolutely. unfortunately just prone to um, a few one, bits and pieces. One thing I really enjoyed in the game was um, Marcus Alonso doing the most amazing bit of sort of clinical passive aggression I've ever seen, which is where he was quite aggressively yeah. walking towards um, Duf, just saying, calm down, mate, <clears throat> calm down. Wow. Well, he was trying to react to that? He was trying to get him sent off, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He was trying, trying to get him to, you know, the old uh, Jamie Vardy. He slotted in there like a dream, isn't he? Well. Yeah, he's a very good player. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, uh, a lot. But Britannia isn't a, a fortress, you're, you're absolutely right. Neither Selhurst Park. Well... Sunderland at home. Well, 4 0. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> just bears repeating. It's like your highlight of the season. I'm obsessed, really with, it. I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. I can't believe it happened. It, does, it is a real anomaly. I bet Sunderland fans. I bet the Sunderland fans who made the trip to Sellers Park could not believe their luck. Mm. I just feel like we didn't mention it enough at the time. I mean, maybe we did, I can't remember. But <laughs> incredible. It, yeah, but it, it, all the goals were scored at once. It's a bit yeah, of a shame. Yeah. Um, Palace didn't even need to score. Um, it was uh, Troy Deeney who scored for them. Yeah. But it's a, a mega monstrous win for Palace. This is a really, really bad temper game. Like one of the worst yeah. games of the season. Zaha was like involved in a lot of whether he was giving it or, or taking Did it. Did Tom Cleverly punch Kabai in the bollocks? Uh, yeah, there was some <laughs> sort of incident. That, really. so, so there was a, there was a bit where they get a bit of a coming together, and I can't remember who the commentator was. And I think they thought that he had clashed heads. Or there'd been an elbow to the face or something. But when they showed the replay, it went nowhere near his face. And it looked like cleverly sort of did a sort of I can't really describe it on, on the show because you can't see me mm-hmm. when you're listening at home. He sort of like did like a underhand punch into the nuts of Kabai who just hit the deck. Mm-hmm. It was it was really it was really fascinating to see. And also Zawa, uh, Zaha power moved Prodo into the ground as well. Yeah, point. he did. It was a really inexplicably bad tempered game. It was a bit naughty. And, uh, Miller Vahevich, um, who's definitely the hardest name to say in the Premier League. He stamped on and tackled quite hard Niang as well. Um, that was a proper naughty mm. one. I mean, to people talk about the Tyro Mings thing, I'm not going to continue to bang that drum, but the Niang, Niang thing was, was very, very Yeah, hard. it was a crucial win for Palace, though. And, oh, uh, and, and, and since Sacco's been there, Palace have... Uh, well, that as well as, as, as them getting more in their groove under, under big, or Big Sam's groove, should I say. Um, they look much better at the back. I mean, their clean sheet there. A number of months ago, there, there was no clean sheet in sight. Well, Watford would be looking over their shoulders as well. They're only a point ahead of Leicester. Yeah, yeah. right. But um, I, I think they've. I would, I'd be surprised I if Watford be, okay. were dragged in at this yeah. stage. But you're right, it's still there to play for. But it was a big win for, for, for Palace, considering as well their nine remaining fixtures. Uh, include Chelsea away, which is next. Arsenal, Liverpool, Man City, and Man United. Mm, so that, that was a, that was a crucial one. That would have been in Big Sam's book. Mm. As see, a win. Um, Deeney said after the game, um, I'm not one for apologising, it's just a mistake. About his head <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. He said he put his head down, but he should have just let it hit him in the face. And yeah. Again, it's this new weird age of honesty, isn't it? And it, It's to be applauded. I thought it was funny when he said that. Yeah, it's great. I'm not apologising for it, it was a mistake. Well, <laughs> apologise for the mistake then. I don't think players need to come out and say, oh, I'm really sorry about doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's just... But it was the way he, it was the way he said it. I mean, you could you could imagine the first thing he did when he went back in the dressing room was like, because if you score an own goal, and I've scored a few, you say, "Oh, sorry about that." Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah a bit embarrassing. But I imagine yeah, Dean just wade in, and go, "Fuck off!" Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say, "Forget it." <laughs> I meant it. Um, right, we're going to talk about the championship and the Champions League after this. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Limboy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Don't forget the preview show sponsored by Bet365 is out this Friday. Big Joel is still in the hot seat. Joel Gleischer. Yeah. Yeah, he's staying where he is, not going anywhere. Absolutely. I'm the hot stepper. He could, <laughs> he could be setting a new record of two wins on the bounce. Yeah. And that will be a record. I mean, it sounds like you're being funny there, but it's actually true. It's very true. <laughs> um, in the championship, Newcastle moved a point away from Brian at the top of the table. From yeah. Brian? From Brian. <laughs> How's Brian getting on? <laughs> he's way <wait>, second. <laughs> Not bad, is it? Not bad, really. Just one guy. Yeah. What's yeah. his second name? Ho- and Hove Albion. <laughs> Brian and Hove Brian Albion. Albion. How's Brian Albion getting on? Yeah, uh, but you, yeah, the, the Newcastle. Is it, the Championship is such a strange league, isn't it? Newcastle could look so good one week, and then and then Fulham go up there and, and do the business. And then no sooner have I talked Fulham up, they go and draw at home with with struggling Blackburn, who who do look a little bit better actually under yeah. Tony Mowbray of late. To be fair, oh god, um, Tony Mowbray, so, so, you know, manager <laughs> bot three thousand Tony yeah. Mowbray replacing Owen Coyle. Yeah, but, but their fortunes. Mowbray has got a few results at least. Yeah, I can't have it, I'm afraid. All right. And then... I don't think we have a choice, do you? No, I guess not. Uh, then Fulham lose 3-1 at home to Wolves. Wolves, um, I mean, it was their third win in a row, but they're looking like they, they, they might start, but they're still struggling. It doesn't make any sense. No. Um, Tom Kearney, your mate, is called up to the Scotland squad, Marcus. He was, yeah. yeah the first he, time, I think he's been called up to the full squad. Yeah, about bloody time. And uh, Newcastle are after him, I think, if reports to be believed. That's what Pete was saying. Mm. That was Pete was saying. Yeah, what about the uh, the, 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 the Brian Clough derby? Nottingham Forest 2, derby 2. David Nugent was the difference. Mm. And Zach Clough. Also scored a goal, didn't he? No relation. That, no, was, a, yeah. that was a great goal. Yeah, the pass really was amazing. Yeah. yeah, amazing goal. Um, People might be saying, no, no, Nugent wasn't the difference. Well, let me explain. If he hadn't scored, then um, Peneus's uh, injury time goal for Forrest would have been a winner, not an equaliser. Exactly. They don't call him a difference for nothing. Exactly. Right? It was a lovely header, but it wasn't the best header of the game, was it? That, <laughs> that Peneus header was an absolute bullet. <laughs> One thing I did notice, it looked like a great, I mean, it's a proper derby that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The atmosphere looked fantastic. But there's a, there's a board up at the city ground in between the top, upper and lower tier saying, home of the original Reds. It's like, what a dick! <laughs> and it. I looked it up, and it's because Nottingham Forest have played in red since their foundation in 1865. So they are the original Reds. Mm. But it's like, what else have we got left? Not much. Yeah. Oh, home of the original Reds? Yeah. Just it's like a really oh, needless thing. claim some credit for uh, I know. Red. For wearing red. Yeah. Back-to-back yeah. European Cups. I know, right? You know, Those yeah. tricky trees. Um, it could be a vital point, though, for Forest down fighting uh, relegation. Wild scenes at the end of the game. I love that. Oh, it was a 94th minute headed winner. I mean, a bullet header. I equalizer, mean, that's dream stuff. Equalizer. Sorry, yeah, it equal- would have been a winner if it wasn't for I'll Nugent. I forget about the difference. Yeah. But, but <laughs> Peneos getting up from centre-back, I think he's a centre-back, getting up and powering a header home in the 94th minute in the derby. There's going to be scenes, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate to be cool. on a break it to you, but there's going to be scenes. Yeah, but, but you've still got to mention the scenes. Yeah, I've got to mention them. You've got to acknowledge the scenes. You've got to encourage the scenes. Yeah. You've got to praise them when Embrace they happen. the scenes. Yeah. Uh, Gary Rout and Mark Warburton were in charge of uh, the first games for their new clubs. That meant it's the fifth successive match between these two teams. With both sides under different managers. I said that last week, bruv. I know. It's, yeah. uh, but I just wanted to reinforce Sunderland winning 4 0 against Palace again. But is Marcus, that, is that you embracing more scenes, Marcus? Yeah, exactly. Look more scenes. scenes. <laughs> They'll be but, gone again next time they play. Don't worry about that. That's what I mean, yeah. Oh, dear. Um, but Warburton, he was, um, he was very pleased. I bloody with enjoyed that what I saw in the game. I didn't see the whole game because it wasn't on television. 
Um, but I, what I saw, I bloody enjoyed. Yeah. So well done to both teams. Um, on to the Champions League, gentlemen. The quarterfinal draw has happened. We're going to go to the continent of Europe, even though we are still in Europe technically. Just um, for now. For now. Yeah. Um, before we scoot the it's island not, away a bit. It's not incumbent upon us to execute the Brexit process. <laughs> Let's just make that clear right now. Although we might do a similar job. <laughs> <laughs> We'd definitely mess it up. So I'm, I'm up for it. Um, that, doesn't, that doesn't really narrow it down, Jim. You can't you can talk about anything. Um, that's where Pete is now. He's doing yeah. negotiations. Yeah. Um, Bayern... Pete, now the ambassador to the EU. <laughs> is that what it's come down to? Even like, he doesn't know how. Like the film King Ralph. Yeah. No, everyone. There's no one available to set the throne of the UK. Pete's now ambassador to the EU. Pete's a, notable Pete's all... EU skeptic. Pete Donaldson. Mm. Pete Donaldson. Like Gareth Southgate's life, mm. really, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Um, Bayern are up against Real Madrid, a big one. Um, did you see the scenes when uh, Iron Robin was subbed off on the All weekend? Scenes. I haven't oh, seen this. Amazing. You it mentioned this. So I haven't seen good. it. He was, he was fuming that he right. was taken off what was uh, the for score? Bayern. They were winning 1 0, I think. At the yeah. Time. Right. But obviously they were winning and obviously went on to, to win the game, sort of thing, you know. And uh, I think they only won 1 0, didn't they? I think away from my. Oh, forgive me if that's wrong. Um, but anyway, the, the, the point is, Iron Robin, he was subbed off and he was fuming. Yeah. And. The, 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 the Bayern bench were openly laughing at, but like in, in <laughs> a Jabby Alonso. Yeah. yeah, Alonso was good, and Frank Ribery was like just had buried himself in in his teammates' coat. Yeah. I forget who it was he was sat next to, but just none of them could handle it, and it goes on for absolutely ages. Oh, as well. Check it out. That sounds brilliant. It's great. Yeah, it was absolutely. What did Ancelotti do? I, just, um, I didn't see busy managing the team yeah. think he... because because when that happens normally managers always say the stock line is well good I don't want my players to be happy about being subbed off I don't want that to be the yeah, case so I'm fine he, with that he walks off past Ancelotti and then, it, and then it pans to the bench so you yeah, don't okay. see a big car the rest of the players are happy about him being subbed yeah, off I, bet so. they were, I think yeah. he raised an eyebrow yeah. but, um, Ancelotti... I love the idea of Harry and Roy being a whipping boy yeah. <laughs> I mean, how, he's such a good player I know I know I know. but Ancelotti up against his old side there Bayern versus Real Madrid there's yeah. a little bit of something I think, as I said, Iron Robin as well as I said a bit earlier I said I think it's the best all round it's the best draw I, I, it's the draw I would have picked Jabby Alonso as well because he wanted Real Madrid in the final didn't he yeah, yeah well, you can't have everything you want Jabby. you, you can't have, you've have had a... quite enough yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when, when it came to the spoils being shared around Jabby you, you were not at the back of the queue my man so sit yourself down you've had quite enough yeah, that's have, how achievement works you're having yeah. them in the court you've used up your achievements <laughs> no but Marcus you've got, to, you've got to understand we all love Jabby Alonso great player giant of the game and all that one beautiful of the great man. Players this he's a beautiful boy yeah one of the great players of this generation but when it comes to the fact that he's openly saying he quite fancies sons are in the final yeah. and the quarter final draw hasn't been done, you've got to say e fucking enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, we were saying that on the on Forza Ramble, our Facebook live stream, weren't we? That as as, as an Arsenal fan, does it irk you that Javi Alonso is already trying to line up the perfect opponent for the final? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess if anyone's earned the right, it's arguably him. Yeah, true. But, but on that note, people should uh, watch uh, Forza Ramble every Wednesday on uh, on Facebook. On Facebook live, yeah. Mm. Um, Juventus uh, Gianluigi Buffon he got his wish because Juventus avoided Leicester yeah and they're going to be playing Barcelona instead mm. so, I think uh, they'd rather have played Leicester yeah. really. <laughs> do you regret I this comment I'm delighted with that but imagine if you sat back oh, I suppose it's not Leicester yeah That's not a, that is not a compensation is it? imagine no. that oh. not a consolation yeah like if you're in- interviewing the boss you know Allegri going I mean, obviously, obviously, it's a tough job. It could have been worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How? How could it have been worse? I reckon someone heard the comments. Right, you're having Barcelona there. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Who wants Leicester? Simeone's going, me? Yeah. Right, go. <laughs> we'll say you do then. <laughs> Oh, dearie me. Um, so, Monaco Dortmund. Oh, no, hang on. But one, just a little bit messy one Sorry. here, Jim, because because the great man has many scoring uh, achievements, of course. And I just thought it'd be remiss to, to miss out this one because we used to rattle them off every other weekend um, recently. But Messi scored two on the weekend, meaning he scored 40 plus goals in all competitions for his eighth consecutive season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Victor and Nietzsche, me. <laughs> Moyes. Oh, I can't wait to get an each of you back. <laughs> It's all relative. Sorry, Jim. They're Dortmund against free-scoring Monaco. Yeah, well, I think that's going to be a really interesting contest because they're yeah, both very be. flowing teams. You know who will enjoy that that game, Jim? The Those people. The, well, I was going to say uh, yeah. these people we get on Twitter. But I sometimes still get them now. Where you'll post a picture of yourself out for a walk or something, and you'll get a type of football fan who'll tweet you saying, "I can't believe you're not watching uh, Dortmund reserves." <laughs> on, on Eurosport 4. <laughs> yeah, well, you call yourself a fan. Oh, I call yourself a football man. They all oh. love Monaco Dortmund. Yeah. Well, they little, absolutely love it. Little do they know that you're on the way to the pub. I know. And well, the pub yeah. that does that is on the other side of the field. Yeah, it's 11 a.m. and I'm on the way to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta collect my trousers from <laughs> last night. <laughs> I'm meeting meet Pete. <laughs> Why has Pete got my trousers yeah, yeah. again? And, and of course, Atletico will be playing um, Leicester. And the first leg is in Madrid. 
Now, I know you said you, you wanted the first leg in Leicester, but I, I disagree. I think, uh, I think oh, the other way well, with you. The only well, problem, well let, me, let me add some sort of uh, semblance of reality to this. Um, <laughs> um, the problem is, I think, is that if they get battered in the first leg, it's going to be a bit of a non-event, They're isn't not going to get battered. Yeah. Okay. You know, they, you know, you got, they won't get battered. Well, they got battered again in, in Severe. They they'll lost two they'll one. execute yeah, the game plan, the 2 1 defeat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now we've got Same your right we want. Yeah. yeah, it's the old. Remember, they used to be, be the 1 0. They were the comeback kings, weren't they, for the first half of last season? Yeah. It's the old Hulk Hogan. Drop the arm like, twice and then up yeah. the third. It'll be a microcosm of last season. They'll do the 2 1 in the first leg and the, the, the sneaky 1 0 in the home leg. Correct. Um, it was a double whammy for Sevilla this uh, or last week rather because they were knocked out of the Champions League where they thought to themselves, "Oh, we're against Leicester, should have been up further in the tie." They should have gone through. There's no doubt about that. Got dumped out of the European competition for the first time in I don't know how many years because they always win the Europa League, don't they? And then they get their title uh, bid effectively ended in the same week by Atletico Madrid. So a week is a long time in football. Mm. In mm. fact, an hour is a long time in football because when we come out of this studio, God knows what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Sport uh, might have finished. Shall we That'd go be to embarrassing, the... wouldn't it? We'd have shut the whole thing down. <laughs> shall we carry it's on? It's all moot. We yeah. should do this. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, we'll just drop the football out of the yeah. title, which has been mooted before. Um, uh, <laughs> let's go to the highlights of the weekend with Luke Moll. Yes, highlights of the week. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Um, I didn't get round to shortlisting them like I normally do. Okay. So I'm going to do them straight from the Facebook page, <clears> which is the place we use for, for highlights of the week. This could be disastrous. Uh, it could be, but let's be honest. I mean... It, Pete's not here, so it's automatically not going to be that bad. Yeah. Shall I get um, us going with one? Well, I've got one just quickly to get us okay. going. If you want me to, I, I didn't really know what Rudy Gestebb was doing to Eric Bailly in the Miz Remain. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Did he bite him? It looked like he was giving him a little nuzzle, Jim. It looked like he was, he was saying, I'm a fan of Luis Suarez's best work. Um, I'm going to give him a little nuzzle. I, I don't know if anything's going to come out of it. Mm. I don't know, but I only saw it briefly and I thought I'd bring it up because you guys might have more information on it than me. Do you think he was maybe giving him a love bite to try and get him in trouble? With his lady. It's possible. Did you see it, Marcus? I didn't see that particularly. I saw uh, Jesse Lingard's goal, mm. which Jesse was one of my Lingard highlights. Was oh, is that, is, were you going to bring that in as a That's highlight? It. Oh, and another highlight, circular red card in the Everton Hull game. Oh, yeah. Listen, you've got to be happy with that. Please. <laughs> Why has that happened? Jimmy, um, rock van. Well, we talked about this, but no, we talked, yeah, it could be, could be van related. We talked about it, maybe it's a tax disc from the van. Oh, you, don't have tax <laughs> you don't have tax disc anymore. Um, I think it might be something to do with colour blindness. Yeah, I think oh, that right. rings a bell. Could be. That rings a bell. But anyway, I'm going to stop uh, filling now. <laughs> Are you ready? I think so. As ready as I'm going to be. Um, the ma- <laughs> Jack Chandler says, um, the man who looks eerily similar to a homeless pirate on Arsenal fans TV blaming any loss on the size of the player's shin pads. I've seen this. It's mad. Yeah. He's talk- he rants about shin pads and Arsenal can't even get their shin pads right. Mm. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, Shirley Joy, great name, says, my highlight was the Brisbane Raw keeper being shown a red card in the 96th minute this. of stoppage time mm. with the match drawn at 1-1, resulting in an Adelaide United penalty kick being taken against Danish midfielder Thomas Christensen in goal. Needless to say, the Reds came away with controversial three points. Did you see it, Jim? I did, yeah. I read about that, yeah. Crazy decision. Uh, Although, to be fair to the guy, it looks, it, it's hard to tell whether he, he means it or not. If he does, it's mental. Otherwise, it's quite unfortunate. But, he, you know, he's basically elbowed a guy. You can <laughs> no do that. No, it's part of it, isn't it? Um, well, there's Francesco Marioni. He says, my heart of the week is my 16-month-old daughter somehow getting hold of my phone and cashing out £45 of a potential £235 accumulator <laughs> seconds before Man City equalised, which would have got me nothing. Oh, my god. Hashtag goodness. clever girl. That is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I thought so. Michael Willoughby, friend of the Ramble. Uh, uh, many, many contributions from Michael. Arguably bigger contributions than some people in this studio. Uh, he says, my whole <laughs> week was imagining Mark Hughes' reaction after watching Donald Trump refuse to shake Angela Merkel's hand. Trump himself would have been would have been able to have heard Hughes' teeth grinding from the White House. I thought about bringing this up when I was talking about the, um, the Klopp, what guarded a high five. Yeah. I think if Klopp had gone, sort of forgotten where he was and... and openly flouted Mark Hughes' self-imposed handshake parameters mm-hmm. yeah. and gone up. What would Hughes have done? Four. I don't know, he but... He punched I... his, his hand. Oh, OK. I right. like the fact that that guy's... The highlight of his weekend was something he imagined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That could have been anything. What sort of weekend do you have in mind? <laughs> Very daydreamy one. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll finish this one off. Um, I'll finish one off with find another one for you now. Uh, he says, uh, Joshua Clink says, uh, my highlight and low light is based around the same thing. Highlight is the booming business of plane banners around West Brom. Mm. The low light was in having to listen to said planes in the background for 45 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say there Someone was... think of the people who've got to put up with that sort of stuff, will you? Thanks for that, Michael. Took us back to the Vuvu Zaylers, mate. Mm. Oh, yeah. Go on, Jim. No, go on. I was going to, I was going to offer nothing of, of, of interest. This is, this is a funny one. Um, this was in The Guardian. Um, a Brazilian striker, Tubby Walter, <laughs> which, of course, is a, a nickname. He's just called Tubby. No, like, he's, he's, <laughs> like an Al Capone sort of era it, it, it is a bit, yeah. Um, I, you know, Google him. You, you'll, you'll see why. Um, he, he signed uh, for a different side. This was, he was sacked by his uh, club for elbowing a teammate unconscious. 
which is never a good idea no, at any that's, stage that's of the day. That, that is that is nasty. Obviously, that's not very good. But so he got he got sacked, um, but he said that he was very happy to uh, to turn it all around and go to another club. Um, but the, the side he was sacked from. The director said, I tried all I could, but he's an idiot. Um, I spent hours talking to him. I told him he had to lose weight. I said, Walter, you have to understand that you have four or five years left of football and then you'll be nothing else. You'll just be one more fat man in the world. <laughs> Something I can empathise with completely. I'll find a couple more. Now. This is, I should really include this one from Mike Thunder. Not just because he's called Mike Thunder, although I do understand anyone mm. can give whatever name they want on Facebook. Just despite having a couple of planes in the air, Arsenal still failed to win the aerial battle against the Stanley Cup. Ah, very good. Yeah. Uh, and um, what else have I got here? Well, you could say um, they cancelled each other out, their own little uh, internal aerial I did, I did get quite a lot of um, laughing emojis um, about that Portsmouth penalty I've already mentioned. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to dignify that sort of pope by naming those people. They know who they are. Yeah. Pete Donaldson. <laughs> um, uh, right, any more for any more? No, no we're more good. That is the end of the show. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Don't forget the preview show out. Uh, this Friday and Forza Ramble on Wednesday. Look at them Facebooks, Football Ramble Facebook official page for that. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.